we're okay. in this. Hello, folks. Welcome to uh, another episode of Never Seen Any of This. My name is Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm Raymond. And I'm TJ. And look at that. Look, look at how we, we adapted, sound. We're we adapted so on the fly. That was fantastic. <laughs> how many weeks Experts. into quarantine are we, boys? Fuck, uh, I don't know anymore. How many days have we been in this rock? <laughs> <laughs> Help me to recollect. I think I'm in week five. Yeah, I was gonna say either five or six. Five or six. Mm-hmm. If I if right. I bother to keep track, it would just keep being like a miasma of depression. So, but TJ, <laughs> how many hours of Skyrim are you at? <laughs> That's the real I, question. I haven't bothered to check, but the only general stat that I recall is next bitten fourteen. So uh, I'd say that's right, pretty good. Right. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Those are kind of rookie numbers, but you know, <laughs> you got to get those numbers up, man. Exactly. God. Those rookie numbers. <laughs> vampire Matthew McConaughey. What is this fucking Dark Tower? What? Yeah. Oh, no, vampire in that? Oh, I didn't no. see that stupid piece of He's shit. He's not a vampire, but no. On Sammy. paper, it just says Idris Elba as the gunslinger, and then you're like, all right, and yep. then the rest of it was just a great big pile of shit. <laughs> Sammy, I remember when that movie came out, you and I contemplated going to see it like six different times, and we just mm. could not commit. I started reading the Dark Tower series to go see that movie, and then it turned out to be garbage, and I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I even trying? I wanted to see nope. it so bad until I saw the reviews were like, just read the books. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I yeah. guess... I guess you always have those, huh? I just remember watching the trailer, and he throws the bullets up and then, like, catches them all in his gun. I was like, that's all I need in that movie. And how did they screw that up? Uh, Glenn Mazzara from uh, The Walking Dead Mm. was working on a TV show that apparently whips a whole lot of ass. Cool. It was supposed to Uh, tie in directly to the movies for AMC. He came and talked to my class, uh when i was in school down in california what? and he like specifically yeah i uh i think somebody asked him about like how is it working with ip mm-hmm. and he just spent like 40 minutes talking about the dark tower it was yeah. very cool and we were all like this sounds awesome and mm-hmm. like that's the last time i heard about it yeah yeah my my stepmom's a big stephen king fan and yeah. so when she, she was hyped when she heard about it but she didn't really care for that or for, like, Bag of Bones or, like, yeah, there's there's a lot of really bad Stephen King shit out there. Has so. she watched Castle Rock? Uh, I don't think she has because they don't have Hulu, but I saw mm. season one of Castle Rock, and it fucked with me. It was good. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I liked. I haven't watched season two. I've been meaning to watch it. I, really I saw the trailer it. for season two, like, five times. And I was like, man, I need to get into this show. And then it just came I'm, and went. Yeah. I know Elsie Fisher from eighth grade is in that season. Oh, nice. Oh want to watch that i shit. think i brought it up on the podcast that i think I'm yeah. in year three or four that i'm just working through all of his stuff in order mm-hmm. i think yeah. i'm into the 90s at this point where Maybe are you in at 2000 what, i don't know what the last, are you reading right now i have i'm not reading any right now i know i always get hung up when it comes to like the short stories because those ones i think i was in four past right. midnight is the one that i'm on which is for uh, short novels and that one gotcha. is the one I was like, oh, this, this is a good place to stop for now. <laughs> so. uh-huh. Everything's Eventual is really good. Um, that, I think that was a collection you did in like the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, short yeah, there's so many people like, you got to uh, read, what is it, the one that's about the JFK assassination, the 11. Oh, oh. The one, that's a Hulu thing as well. That's another Hulu yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. and the people Franco, say the yeah. book's really good and the show's really good. I was like, well, he wrote it in like 2010, so I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> Remember <laughs> so. that was like a free ebook they had at the Verizon store while I was waiting for the that, like to upgrade my phone so mm-hmm. i just was fucking around reading a stephen king book that's so funny <laughs> that was the one that was on there <laughs> yeah because the <laughs> that's the hard thing about castle rock is that it's all of his stuff into one 
like show universe. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't want to watch that show until I've read all this stuff, so I can get all the references, and that's and that's that's just I a like losing. You're battle. not going for that deep of a cut, is the thing. You it's approach it you like know. I do, which is so funny. Okay, it makes no difference whatsoever. But I appreciate that you and I would do the same exact thing. Yep, yep. And I, I just started it with Halo too, because I stole the Halo books from my brother. And then I looked up like oh, what's nice. the right order to watch all read and do all the Halo material, and it's like three pages worth of stuff to get through. And I just Fuck read the me. first book, so I'll start the, the yeah. it goes first book, then the first game. So I'll start Halo, playing the, through the first game again. But there's so much material on that. But that's the way yeah, I feel I, like I have to do things. <laughs> the Warhammer Black Library thing is pretty extensive, but I've been thinking about trying to pick up a couple of books um, based on some recommendations um, because uh, Merlin's, our friendly yeah. neighborhood uh, game store, yeah. is doing curbside stuff. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, oh, so nice. I think this week I'm going to pick up some paint and um, some oh, other yeah. stuff because uh, I haven't really had a chance to go there since I moved back, which mm-hmm. hurts my heart because yeah. I love Merlin's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah so that's 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 on my list. Um what do we watch boys? Yeah, whose pick was it this week? Random. It was my pick. Yes. What what'd you make us watch Raby baby? Made us. Well, I I <laughs> hated every second of that. But uh <laughs> my choice was Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon, a favorite Hell of mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've always time. wanted to watch it. You never seen it? I had never seen. I never seen it either. That's a Which is so show. funny. It was a. Uh, <laughs> it was like a long. Show. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long-standing champion of uh, Netflix, where they had it for like a long time, and it became so popular that they helped produce a sequel, which yeah. is not good. Oh, they, the I sequel is, I hear it's very bad. What's yeah, it called? It, uh, Sword of Destiny. Crouching Tiger, oh, Hidden Dragon okay. 2. But it was, it's directed by the guy who was the stuntman uh, and stunt coordinator for this movie. Mm. But that's mm-hmm. it's like a John Wick scenario, but in reverse, right. where it's uh, he doesn't know how to make a movie. He just knows how to do stunts. Mm. So the, stunt, right. the stunts are cool, but the movie is bad. But it was, so, yeah, yeah, it was so popular on, on Netflix that they made a second movie just because it was so popular. Wow. I, for whatever, when did this come out? Like 2000. 2000s. Because whenever it came out on DVD, my grandparents, for whatever reason, loved this movie. And when I went over there, they would just have <laughs> this movie on like all the time. Weird. That's so, so funny. I've just seen, like, <laughs> I, I know <laughs> specifically seeing like the desert scene when it uh-huh. does the flashback yeah. and then the fighting in the trees scene. But other than that, like, I, okay. it was always on. So I just was like, I'm going to go do something else or whatever. They just watched it like a lot. So I don't know so why. With, with me and Andy having some familiarity with your grandparents, is it the grandparents <laughs> that we're familiar with? No, it's not. The, okay. <laughs> okay. Other grandparents. Because I was yeah, like, yeah. I can't. I just yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. I'm familiar sweet, with both sweet. sets of grandparents, right. I believe. Yeah. Oh, yes, man. Yeah. I'm not. Andy, yeah. Andy's uh, I know. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> like I can just life. just imagine yeah your 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 dad's mom having having a ball with this. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> she only likes Ryan Reynolds movies. That's the only she'll only watch Ryan Reynolds movies. <laughs> she's got so a thing. dreamy. It's cuz she's got a thing called taste. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I've seen of this movie. I yeah, I never I never seen it all the way through. So, this was it. I saw it when I was a little guy, but then every time like the the Mongolian post Malone guy uh, mm. started putting his hand down her pants, mm. my parents would be like, uh, yada yada yada. <laughs> and, and the same the thing was like, you want me or the sword? It's just like, you know what nipples are. Well, let's just skip this. <laughs> it's so funny cuz there's mean, such short sections of the movie. Right. <laughs> it's, it's very very little to yada yada, which is uh-huh. why I got to 
see it when I was like seven or eight. Uh-huh. So yeah, I remember that. I mean, it also inspired uh, like I had the good old years of uh, when uh, there was the the Millwood Hollywood video and oh, and kind of in, in the, peace. Oh, oh, power came. and and before the zeitgeist of Netflix even is like a rental service thing. Mm-hmm. There was like a monthly deal you could do where it's like you can rent three blue sticker movies mm-hmm. at a time. So like all the older releases. So mm-hmm. I would go like ride my bike there in the morning, grab three movies, watch them, return them, grab three more movies and then repeat. <laughs> and so I ended up watching a lot of fucking terrible Kung Fu movies like 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 Jackie Chan B-sides. Like, sure. like uh, really, really weird, obscure shit. So like when you see the wire foo stuff like really, really well done after you kind of have like a weird early appreciation for like where it started. Uh-huh. Like it's it's weird because Ang Lee is like a really masterful director, like as far as like emotional scenes as well. You know, like so you know, being familiar with some other kind of uh, uh, East Asian uh, directors like uh, like Wong Kar Wai. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you know, imagining like in the mood for love with wire foo. <laughs> yeah, oh <my> God. <laughs> just like, that. Oh, you just see them like fight each other's spouses. <laughs> <laughs> the cinematography is like fucking perfect. Yes. Oh man. It won a, a Academy award for it. Oh yeah. I did not know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was just looking and... up which ones it actually won. Cause it was nominated for like 10 or 10 or 13 or something like that. And it won three. One was one was music, one was cinematography, and I think the other one is best international film, or whatever they called it then. It was yeah, nominated for best picture. Best foreign film. Foreign film. <laughs> oh, I hated that. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. No yeah. problem. And it uh it won that, but it didn't win best picture. But it was nominated for best picture. I don't know what won. Oh, very cool. But yeah, it it was up there. Two thousand was American Beauty, I believe. Oh wow! <laughs> so that age that, well. Uh, when you're yeah, feeling like well. a plastic bag. <laughs> the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, I just want. The, I'm sure there's behind the scenes you can watch of this because I just want to mm-hmm. know how they made this movie. Is because yeah, all the wire foo stuff and all the choreography behind it, it's got to be mm-hmm. so cool to yeah. see that. And now with my my dumb like weed addled brain, all I see <laughs> is just like, man, this is just Chinese D and D. Like <laughs> mythical swords, like when she's drugged, all Fetch it quest. takes is like a <laughs> little like, no, yeah, it, it literally was. And then like when she's drugged, it just takes a little sniffy sniffy of instant healing potion or whatever, and she's fine. And rubbed her back a little like bit, a little, and that in a short rest, she gets back a hit die. She's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, Jesus. <laughs> but no, it was, I I like that. There's like a really really clear break from reality from the very beginning as mm-hmm. far as that kind of shit goes like it makes it like abundantly clear that this is kind of like a mythical right. yeah. tale in yeah. in that there's not going to be actual real dragons or whatever mm-hmm. but it's going to be about like kind of rooted in like east asian legend where like there are these mythical warriors even kind of going back to like you know like you know sargon uh, of acadia or whatever where mm-hmm. like he's this mythical warrior or like kuhalan in ireland you know like there are all these mm-hmm. mythical mm-hmm. warriors that could do all these like supernatural things and mm-hmm. like harvest the power of nature and blah 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 so it's in the vein of that mm-hmm. and i think that's really cool and evocative uh, of, of that kind of shit right yeah, when like... you see um when you see martial arts movies that are that have a lot of wires in it usually it it's like to denote that it's like a mystical magical right like legendary tale so either it has supernatural elements in it 
or it's supposed to be like a folklore kind of tale, which is, mm-hmm. it's it's its own subgenre of uh, wuxia films, which are martial arts kung fu movies. But it's uh, it's a nice like delineation. Some... Whereas like something like Bruce Lee is more like right. That's the real shit in reality. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is I mean it's heightened <laughs> reality, really... but that's he's really doing all that shit, and that's the appeal of that. Where this like yeah. the appeal of this is that you can't do it. Exactly. Uh-huh. Like, Jackie Chan actually broke, like, every bone in his arms, like, 12 times. Oh, yeah. Because he actually was hitting shit. There yeah. was a, a really funny story that uh, a guy that I worked with on Breaking Bad told me that he worked on a Jackie Chan movie. And he was just a PA at mm-hmm. the time. And uh, so Jackie had broken something, you know, and so he needed help, you know, getting in and out of pants at the time. <laughs> but... <laughs> He, he uh so he's just standing there or whatever with his walkie and he just sees Jackie Chan lock eyes with him and just like march towards him <laughs> and then like drop trowel. And he's like, What the fuck am I supposed to do? Oh my god. <laughs> and then somebody else came over and was like, Oh, over here and he's like, Oh, <laughs> oh but my apparently God. he's like the funniest, nicest fucking guy yeah. to work with ever. They did like on set lottery stuff for like you know, like whoever wins it can get like up to like 500 bucks because mm-hmm. everybody like throws five, 10, 15 bucks. You know, he'll always throw in like 100, 150 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he's he's really into like onset stuff. He's apparently like the nicest fucking guy. Well, that's a that's a, that's a thing face. with the with Jackie Chan is that he one of the reasons he doesn't do martial arts movies anymore in America. I mean, he does them, but very rarely. It's because no American insurance company will insure him or his guys because they all insist on doing the stunts themselves. So he pays for like the insurance to for them to film a movie, which is why he doesn't do a whole lot of it. But like when he mm-hmm. does, it's if if it's in America, he's paying for all of them to be doing the stunts. Yeah, so he can <laughs> jump off a building for real, real. Right. <laughs> God bless him. Have you guys seen um, Forbidden Kingdom? No, not. it's not good, but it's fun. I'm... It's I'm a fun. Is that the one where he's got like a big beard in it, or he's something? Like it's a drunk a, monk or something like yes, that. Yes, he's he's yeah. like a drunken master. It's like yeah, a Chinese yeah. version of, of Wizard of Oz. Yeah, where it's oh, like fun. it's it's the Monkey King tale retold, mm. but like in a Wizard of Oz style, where it's like an American boy who looks loves kung fu movies, like gets hit in the head and he goes back to fucking feudal China. But it's like Great Jackie plot. Chan. <laughs> Jackie Chan becomes uh like a uh like a drunken master it's all wire foo and jet lee is like in it as well so it's it's like marked as this like uh jet lee and jackie chan are together in this movie but it's all wire foo but it's a lot of fun it's like heat (laughs) it's a lot of fun but it's the the script is awful but it's a lot of fun seeing those kind of stunts yeah i'm gonna confess i've seen very few like martial arts kung fu movies you Uh, idiot You've I seen know. The Matrix. What else do you? Yeah. I mean, I've, what else yeah, do you watch? I've seen. Well, the I mean, guy who the... did the stunts for this also helped do like the the foreign martial arts stuff from The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I've I've seen Drunken Master. Well, that's and... that's a good one. Yeah, I've I've seen just like probably five or six. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're going to educate I... you. Yeah. No, I, I I liked it a lot. Yeah. It's embarrassing because the Kung Fu movie that I've probably seen the most is Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Good. <laughs> you love that, that one. Sure. I can, like, quote that movie word for word. So. Tiger birdie. Have you seen uh, Have you seen Super Cop? I uh-huh. have seen Super the Cop. The cop and, like, that cannot be stopped. And stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. like uh, that era of Jackie Chan, I've seen sure. those. Well, it's like Super Cop the... is, is Jackie Chan and Michelle Yeoh. So <laughs> but it's like, I've never a great seen, one. I've never seen Hero. I've never seen The One. Ugh. Bulletproof Monk? Well, The One's not good. I've not seen Bulletproof Monk. <laughs> I showed Andy. <laughs> and, and, uh, what, uh, uh, God, Kiss of the Dragon. Kiss of the Dragon. Sure. It's great. Uh, I own that. We're gonna, definitely going to watch that. I showed Andy yeah. uh, Kung Fu Hustle. I love Hustle. French bad guys. Kung Fu oh, Hustle yes, so good. <laughs> Kung Fu Hustle is great. Amazing. <laughs> I love that movie. But uh, yeah, no, I was I was very excited. I was like, well, this is often considered like one of the best. So yes, mm-hmm. that's one of the things about this movie too is it's not like it's not the script is not like that exceptional. It's that Ang Lee is doing like the most dedicated tribute to these kinds of movies that you wouldn't see from like a big budget kind of movie, and that's what makes it Mm-mm. I think so special. I mean, he yeah. puts in some some nice. Um, added twists into it that's like more romance, more story mm-hmm. than maybe a, a normal uh, movie that he's homaging would come to. But it's also like it's very much by the book for a lot of it. That's what I was going to say. But he's doing it at such a high mm-hmm. level, right? That yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's very like it. very straightforward in the plot, uh-huh. but done like it almost to the best degree. <laughs> like uh-huh. it's mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's like the cello well, bits in the score done by Yo-Yo Ma. Oh. It's like the best stunt guy. It's the best. It's like the best martial arts stunt guy you can get. It's the best cinematography that you could ask for for the this best kind of title. Thing. Like, what else can ask for? <laughs> yeah. I think that's why uh, it, it's kind of the same resonance with like Del Toro stuff, mm-hmm. with like the like the fairy tale kind mm-hmm. of yeah uh, archetype for a narrative. It just it that is like. A, a direct path to your reptilian brain, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. and if you can make that original and fresh and mm-hmm. awesome and unique, like Angley did and mm-hmm. like Del Toro does on a regular basis, then good on you. Mm-hmm. You done it. Congratulations. <laughs> I love the the first fight scene where she's trying to keep her on the ground with uh-huh. her feet. Oh, like yeah. every time she tries Stomping to get out, figure out, she's uh-huh. like putting her back down. I, that was great. She just keeps like floating away like a helium balloon. Yeah, she's like, get down, <laughs> come, come down. <laughs> it's it's very interesting to look at someone's career like Ang Lee has had. It's insane. It because like he was doing um, like American dramas mm-hmm. or like British and American dramas. Like he did Sense and Sensibility in '95. Mm-hmm. Then he did the Ice Storm, and then he was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna go do a martial arts movie. <laughs> it comes out with this. Mm-hmm. It's like does really really well here like i can't think in the last 40 years can you name like other than parasite a foreign film that it has had that much of like a success here in the states it's very Mm. rare yeah Yeah. no and then like immediately after this i don't remember what he does but he has something in between this and then he goes and and makes the eric banna hulk yeah (laughs) well then he did uh the will smith movie that you loved Yes, now we're at Gemini Man, but uh... <laughs> I mean, there's also Brokeback Mountain and Life yes. of Pi. Yeah, and Life of Pi. So this, and I mean, Ang Lee's everywhere. What, yeah, he is all over the place. Did, That's did any of you guys ever see Billy Lynn's like long halftime walk or something? He no. did a movie uh-uh. a couple years ago, and he shot it in the crazy, insane frame rate, like 120 frames per second or something like that for this weird like. Oh, is that what American set him down that path? Film. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's very interesting, but it's like Wouldn't that like make like, your head explode like scanners? Yeah. 
apparently it's much better than uh like the hobbit's high frame rate oh. experiment mm-hmm. it, because it's not trying to look like a fantasy film like i guess right. that's what a lot of people felt the problem was with that one in the hobbits because it's like you could tell they were well it's on everything's a on a green set. screen too yeah yeah, yeah it's either yeah they're either on a green screen so it looks like weird bad cgi or Mm -hmm. they're on a film set and you can like see the paint drying (laughs) i don't need that though i don't need to feel like yeah it's too realistic i don't want that (laughs) well and i think that's why like there's never been a release of those Uh, you could only see those in theaters right Mm -hmm. nobody nobody cared to buy a high frame rate blu-ray player it's like when people started to get all those tvs that like did the 3d tvs and stuff yeah i hated it (laughs) the tvs that have the motion scrub like every tv i come into contact the first thing i check gotta turn it off scrub it's like it it makes everything look like the office it's i hate it (laughs) yeah people be like what are you doing with the settings on my tv i'm like shut up eat your vegetables how'd you get into my house Like I've changed the ones at work, like the ones uh-huh. in the new in the newsroom <laughs> that are just like displaying like a, a Twitter feed. Like uh-huh. I've got in there and changed the settings <laughs> on it. No joke. Two years ago, I visited my parents down in Arizona for their first Christmas down there, and my mom was showing off her seventy-inch TV they got because they have to sit so far away from where their TV oh. is mounted that 70, 70 inches is the only oh way God. they could like see things on the TV. Jeez. First oh, thing I did, shit. I sat down and I changed the high frame rate off of it. <laughs> good, 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 good. Doing the Lord's It made work. it so much better. Yeah. <laughs> God, now I'm just concerned about mine. <laughs> like, like Motion smoothing. Watch, it's watching me while I sleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, taking notes. Yeah. It knows what you do. It sees what you're doing. <laughs> what, you're casting? I won't, I won't break it. It's like a Toy Story situation. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> that what? TV could talk. What does your TV play when you're not there, TJ? Oh, God. <laughs> what does All Odin the non- non-supported Roku channels that I've added online. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Bachelor's television. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, uh yeah, I I I remember mainly the fights because yeah. that was the main thing. That's that was that's the thing too. Right, yeah, yeah, as a kid you're like but, the fights. <laughs> yeah. And uh the the fight in the tavern is like a personal favorite mainly because of all the shit that she's saying because she's like just being a boss bitch right uh-huh. there was it raymond uh, raymond did you say that like if you're in a tavern it's gonna be destroyed like there's uh-huh. that way? yeah yes that's, that's sort that's, of a dnd rule too yeah that's that's very much a, a normal setting in in a kung fu and, and wirefu movie is you right. go to the tavern to brawl Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't, you only don't go up there. Place you're not willing to destroy. You almost always yeah. end up sitting in the top floor, so you can knock someone down, and they destroy a table on the first floor. That's like the, it's very clearly fight, homage starts. to those movies. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's is definitely there, a scene uh, like that I... in both Drunken Master movies. Yeah, one of is my favorite. Any... Oh. oh, sorry. No. Go ahead. I was just gonna say one of my favorite shots in the whole movie is in that fight um, when Jade Fox first shows up, mm-hmm. and it, like the twirler behind her, she just yeets the fuck over the wall. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No music, you just hear like the flapping of the ribbon. It's like, <laughs> and she's gone. I love it. Yeah, so cool. 
Is there any uh, documentation uh, as like Tarantino talking about this? Uh, no, like, but I bet like <laughs> I'm sure there is. He's pulling from yeah. the same inspiration, so I bet he was like sitting there taking notes. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is like right as he's getting ready to do like Kill Bill and shit too. So yeah, like, I think he's I, amping up for Kill Bill. Yeah, I imagine this was 110 percent his shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just I have so no good. doubt. Yeah, the yeah. scene with the foot. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> the zoom in on that foot. <laughs> yeah, That's all I needed. TJ said that uh, she wouldn't. She wouldn't do well in this industry with feet. Well, like I mean, like, there's a niche market, you know, for that kind of thing. But they're not in a not niche market already. Money. Yeah, yeah. You can't dive into that. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you know, you gotta learn your rudiments. Mm-hmm. God, <laughs> for sure. Thanks, TJ, for that. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the... I, have, I have the time for a side podcast oh, if you really no, want to. No, no, let's talk about no, this. No, we don't want to. <laughs> Put in your 10,000 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that the the when they're like flying, it's very, there's a couple moments where it's like very floaty, but it's yeah. like has that like charming quality of like wire food, like especially when they're in the trees. Like <laughs> there's so many times mm-hmm. where like, are they really standing on a branch? It kind of seems like they they're are. just like hanging there, you know, yeah. like they're yeah. so. <laughs> But that's that's, a, that's yeah. one of the things about this movie is there is a lot of CGI, but the CGI is to remove the wires from right. like all of it. They are they are actually doing all of it, and the fact that they're like, like uh, Chow Yun Fat does such a great job of maintaining composure the entire time while he's just like, especially in that tree fight scene, right? Where he is like she's trying to acting knock him dignified off the tree. and stoic, yeah. and he is like really just sitting in a harness floating right. around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such a it's such a. Um, achievement to i mean i can't i don't i can't imagine how many times they did some of these takes to get that right oh yeah because it's a little like, like oh <laughs> getting i want yeah that's a, another behind mm-hmm. the scenes like how long did they have to mm-hmm. spend in those harnesses before they like felt Got comfortable it. and uh-huh. were able to do those moves i did read that um for chayun fat's first scene it took him 28 takes but it wasn't for the action it was for his dialect for mandarin because none, none of them natively speak Mandarin, so which mm. I guess was a Chinese controversy a, a bit. But they all they all had to speak with like their own dialect essentially. But I guess it took him like twenty eight takes, and someone asked him how his accent was for Mandarin, and he said awful. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? For for us, didn't that's matter funny. to me. Right? No. I can't tell. And for that, I'm grateful because apparently that's really yeah. uh, it's Sound really hard for me. people to focus on. Yeah. I just worked really hard on Duolingo since you said you were picking this movie last week, and I, uh-huh. uh, I was I was good. Uh-huh. But you were a little yeah, upset because you could tell you could tell the, the yeah. problems. Uh, yeah, it was it was, it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> 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 it was so funny. So I haven't watched this in like five or six years, and I'm sitting there being like, "How do I know the girl that's in this movie, Jen?" And I'm looking at it like, "Oh, she's the." I looked it up on IMDb, and she's the Mothra scientist in the new Godzilla. Oh, everything leads to Godzilla. (laughs) All roads. Well, she's also in Memoirs of a Geisha, I guess, which I didn't realize. But, yeah, she's also in that, and so is Michelle Yeoh. (laughs) I mean, I don't remember that movie at all. (laughs) That's what we're watching next week, then. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) That's not your pick. Settle down. (laughs) Oh, wait. I, uh, I grew up watching a lot of martial arts movies and monster movies from you know asian and american origin and, and stuff like that and this was 
partially my pick because it's I I did see this early on because I had like premium cable in my room basically and so I saw a lot of these movies in it while this is like the probably the exemplary of the genre it really made me like nostalgic for seeing those kind of movies a lot and Mm -hmm. it it does this thing where like I have a, a deep appreciation for those even you know even when they're they're not like the plot is bad or something like that because you know that someone went and spent the time to like make this kind of stuff yeah where it's like this is you know you you take away the wires i mean the wires are impressive on their own but you take that away and it's still like really complicated fight choreography and like a ballet pretty Mm -hmm. much for them Mm -hmm. to get that kind of stuff like the fight choreography is so intense it's like you even if the plot is bad in one of these movies you sit there and be like someone had to learn all of that which mm-hmm. is right yeah like you know the... this is this is the best of the genre but even then you know you go back and you can watch any of them and be like yeah someone had to learn all of that choreography right. yeah like <laughs> uh, we're talking about the scene between the two main girls when they decide to yeah. fight and that mm-hmm. scene just like where they're just going grabbing more weapons and just fighting with them that like how much they had to learn for that is crazy mm-hmm. yeah I like when she ostensibly grabs like the brass baseball bat. Yeah. And that, that or the one that she can't lift. Sick. She like goes and then she's like, I can't uh, lift this yeah. one. I gotta go grab a different one. <laughs> well, and it, there's also like a really nice balance of like pretty brutal violence that again is kind of portrayed pretty tastefully, mm-hmm. and then also like stuff that's played for comedy. Like mm-hmm. that whole tavern thing is like. Yeah, she's saying, like, super badass shit, but it's, like, supposed to be kind of, like, a caricature of the fact that she's, like, just basically, like, thumping third graders, uh-huh. you know? Like... Right, because she could easily take them all out, and that's, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 no fun. Yeah, the, and, that's definitely uh, the most comedic scene in the movie, right. too. Yeah, yeah. The, especially, like you were saying, there's not a whole lot of gore, but when it, there is, it's, like... Like when Jade Fox get, or gets like ran through with the blade, oh, yeah. like the shards oh, yeah. just yep. blows out her back. Like, jeez. Or the yeah. guy oh. gets the blade in the head at the beginning. Uh-huh. I was so mad at the guard because the guard was just in the way that whole fight. He's, like, yeah, he's just like, he's being used to fight the other guy do by Jade job, Fox. Man. He couldn't do anything. He was just in oh, the way. Yeah. <laughs> but like it, it reminded me of this kid that we knew in Banff that always talked about pressure points, and he always <laughs> talked about the solar plexus. <laughs> I was just like, man, oh that's that's what that kid thought he could do to people. All I could oh, think like, of was <laughs> hot rod when he yeah when she <laughs> the hot rod yes. could shit himself. That's all I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that didn't work. Yep. Bye. Bye. <laughs> The best ending to any movie. <laughs> makes him shit. He's like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that movie is a treasure. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. It's 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 great. I mean, like, and then you still kind of get like a sweet little moment where like he feels really bad about the whole thing, and he feels like he needs to like stand guard outside, and she's just like, just come inside, you fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I yeah, the, this movie's got a lot to like about it. You know, mm. like if if you like little vignettes, if you 
if you like the kind of like a high action kind of mythic part of it and then also yeah these really grounded kind of real human dramatic and the romance for all for me that was all for me oh, <laughs> you were off the sidelines you were so rooting for that and a champion for the kisses hey they had to do were... they had to do me dirty at the end there Ugh. this movie was already pissing you off with like all the uh, female empowerment oh i swear <laughs> yeah <laughs> a lot of strong, strong i was like how ladies. can she not be married to someone <laughs> That is so against culture. What that, is she that doing? That took right out of it. <laughs> against the rules. Oh. <laughs> but Jesus what was their Christ. thought process of having her go make the antidote and come back? Why did they not just take him there? Well, because that kid his heart rate up. He's got like 30 beats left. Yeah. He's oh, got he's just conserving little, energy. He's got to, oh, all right. <laughs> sure. She, she can run really fast, so... She's perfect to send to go do it. See, what they don't tell you is that every time you use a mode of transportation, it actually uses your life force. <laughs> right. And, uh, <laughs> that's why old people are discouraged from traveling on planes, because there's a certain amount of human life energy that they that use to make it for, move. I yeah, gotcha. and it's right. too taxing. The running in this movie looks so tacky, but so cool at the same time. Yes. Uh-huh. But there's like that little moment where like they land at the edge of the pool or whatever, and there's oh, kind of yeah. like a skitter, like a... <laughs> and uh, but like that also kind of felt evocative of the fact that she feels flustered of the fact that this guy's just kind of like you know fucking uh, being the the roadrunner to her wily coyote mm-hmm. yeah up in up in the bamboo trees for the, you know twenty minutes that tree sequence is so funny because it like you can tell that they're trying to keep their feet oh yeah on top yeah. of the branches instead of like so it looks like they're just trying to hold the branches down versus trying to like balance on top of the branch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of slow-mo in that part to get the shots that they needed. <laughs> you know what? I was here for it. I was, yeah. too. I was, yep. You know, especially being ripped as shit when you're watching it. You're just like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like watching grass in Miyazaki movies. <laughs> oh, just flowing. Just I want that to be my screensaver really bad now. Miyazaki grass? Yeah. Just flowing? Just wind through grass mm. in Miyazaki shit. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, man. Mm. I agree. Mm. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Raymond, uh, is what is your top martial arts film if you had to pick one? Oh shit, I don't know. You uh, really like the one about the the flying guillotine? Master of the flying guillotine? Yeah, that yeah. is some good shit. That's yeah. why. I've never heard <laughs> of that, that one. The, the, well, yeah, it's uh, there's no Blu-ray of it. There's only a DVD that I still haven't bought because it goes out of print, like out of sale on Amazon all the time because it hasn't been printed in like 15 years. Mm. Shit. But it is a uh, that one is insane wire foo kind of stuff as well with crazy uh like the flying guillotine is like a, a crazy weapon and that one's got like a bar scene like a tavern destruction scene as well but uh the plot of that is not good yeah. but yeah it's a uh... god i don't know this is definitely up there uh it's stuff between maybe hero hero is pretty damn good that maybe a, a jackie an early jackie chan like um a drunken master something but they're all Boy. they're all yeah. real good a, a bruce <laughs> lee you know you get you get enter the dragon in there they're tough they're tough to pick just one. Oh yeah did, well and uh, oh i was just gonna say did any of you guys ever end up seeing the mammoth iron fist the the rizza quentin tarantino no presents? but i need to i did not i did not is there two of those i think, tra- I think travis that's ex- saw it that's exactly my shit and i'm yeah. upset that i haven't watched it I've heard the sequel's very bad, but I know people yeah. that like the first one. Is it Russell Crowe in that? 
I think he is. Uh, Rum Tum Tugger? Does he show up? <laughs> the Rum Tum Tugger. What's his what? <laughs> oh, what? I was thinking of uh, Tugger, his uh, his boat that he oh, travels around the boat. world. Oh, yeah. no. The <laughs> uh, Rum Tum Tugger is a curious cat. Sorry, I just watched cats stole my Fuck, brain. <laughs> look what you fucking did. Uh, he, he opened a- up Andy cats. put me under the influence and made me watch cats, <laughs> even from no a distance. <laughs> You're very lucky because I I really, really, really flirted with the idea. You told me you were going to watch Cats. And mm-hmm. I was going to print out one of the scary cats and tape it to a, tan of, a can of tuna. And I was going to sneak into your backyard and hide it. And then once after you told me you watched it, I was going to say, well, go get your Jellicle prize in the backyard. I'll scare the shit out of you. That would have killed me. I wanted to do it really bad. I was already was like this close to death after watching that movie. That would have Fuck. killed me. God, you it was raining fucking... that day and I didn't want to like, ruin that was too much there. effort. Yeah. God. Didn't want to put it in a Ziploc There's bag. There's a lot of cats around here. Yeah. I probably would have had to fight off some actual cats if you had put tuna outside. That would have been awesome, too. If just, like, for several weeks leading up to it, I threw tuna juice all over your lawn. So that, like, just so there are cats, cats everywhere. <laughs> the long haul. Oh, that, that'd that be really been. funny, actually. You secretly <laughs> plant some catnip in the garden. Oh, shit. Okay. Just bury a fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got it. That's Jesus Christ. That's brilliant. You fucker. That'd be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you should have pulled the trigger. That would have been really funny. I should have. God damn it. Uh, uh, I watched the Lindsay Ellis uh, video essay about cats the other day. Mm-hmm. Is it just called I, Why Cats? Why is Cats? Uh, yeah, why is Cats? I yes. watched uh-huh. it recently, too. I just watched her yes. Hobbit video. Oh, yeah. Nominated yep. for a Hugo. Yeah. I mean, I can. A lot of her videos have a lot of rewatch value, yeah. which mm-hmm. is fun for me. I watched the like the mini canon on Mad Max um, mm-hmm. the other day too. Um, she's she's great. I I, I, I like fully I agree with everything she has to say about the Hobbit, and deep down, so like, but I have a good time when I watch those movies. <laughs> I I rewatched actually. I I finished the third one the other day. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, that's what I'm and, yeah, next. no extended. There's some. Ah, uh, yeah, extended. Good. Of course. Oh, I still only, haven't seen the only it. Way. Either way, Ugh. it's uh, you know, it's 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 fun. It's, What's it's a picture? Uh, you know, um, yeah. I mean, I just mainly. I mean, obviously, I have such an affinity for all these fucking toy soldiers and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that <laughs> that's uh, the only people you're talking yeah, to no, besides us. Like that was, uh, I w- we went out for uh, uh, my mom's birthday out to the river. It was just like a handful of us, um, and uh, I brought my paints out there, or whatever. And they were, you know, sniping at each other for something to like watch on TV or some fucking thing or whatever. And I'm just like, hmm, Hafnir would never say that to me, would he? Little kiss. We never argue he's about a, what to watch. He's, he's a quiet orc. <laughs> I cut out his tongue so he can't actually speak. I painted it, see? <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just going to end up like the, the broad in uh, Hereditary. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Andy, you showed me the weird doll house that you have at your the place you're staying at right now Like <laughs> that's yeah. built for that. Emily's Ooh. Emily's uh, grandparents built uh, her mom a dollhouse when she was a child of their actual house that they lived in. Oh, so it's like a miniature, Ugh. and there is there Ooh. is a scary doll that lives back in that room, and I keep that the door is uh, closed. 
That is cursed. That is yeah, scary. No, cursed. that is. Her name is yeah. Mrs. Beasley, and she's Mrs. Beasley. scary. Andy showed no, me Mrs. Beasley. No, you she's didn't terrifying. name her that, did you? No, she I came with that name. That. Yes. She, oh fuck. She and named don't herself. Know, literally, don't know who named her. She just <laughs> has always been named that. Always been Mrs. Beasley. Yeah. Mrs. Beasley existed before time. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Always out there caring for her children amongst the stars. <laughs> yeah, you're going to fucking die there, bud. <laughs> nice knowing you. See ya. If I had to go in the middle of coronavirus, if I go by a haunted doll, I'm I'm okay with that because that's cooler than going out with the virus. That's, that's a pretty well, good then, way to go. Then yeah. me, Raymond, and Sammy can pick up on a true crime podcast where we investigate your death. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Beasley. See? Shit. Well, you know, Bring in the just make music. Make sure you bequeath your your mic to uh, to one of us. Yeah. Okay. So then we can keep the multi multi mic thing going. Yeah. Be good. Yeah. Like you would. Be so kind. Yeah. Thanks. You Andy. know how the document goes like being of sound mind and sound body and all, all that. that. Yeah. Start writing yeah. that now. All that shit. Okay. Get that down now. Yeah. That'd be. Yeah. That'd be good. All right. See, you got it. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Raymond, you've been watching anything good? over while while in quarantine a little bit yeah i uh i had bigger plans to watch uh, some more stuff a uh, a new season of bosch just dropped on amazon prime oh, i haven't yeah. gotten a chance to sit down and watch that that's gonna be what i do tonight after my girlfriend goes to bed because uh, she has she has not seen any of it nice. but uh, we're starting because um hbo unlocked a bunch of premium content for multiple services one of the things they put out was silicon valley mm. And mm-hmm. uh, I hadn't seen the last season, and now it sits, uh, this stuff, I mean, it's in multiple services, but uh, Hulu's got a section for it called HBO Unlocked. So it went through there, and they got a bunch of stuff, but yeah, one of them is a full, the full show of Silicon Valley is there. And I hadn't seen the last season, and my girlfriend had not seen more than like a couple episodes of the la- the first like three or four seasons. Mm-hmm. So she liked what she had seen, but she hadn't seen any of it. Yeah. in its entirety so it's like i i started just trying to watch the i tried watching the first episode of the last season and i got through the recap of what happened the season before i was like i don't remember any of that so i was like i'll just rewatch the season before that and so i watched the second to last season's first minute and a half recap of what happened the previous season I'm like man i barely remember any of that <laughs> it's like i'll just start over at the beginning and i was like hey you want to watch this with me she's like okay so we're through uh, about halfway through season three, yes. and it's uh, it makes me miss uh, funny T.J. Miller, yeah, a lot. Uh, also, was like, oh man, I I've forgotten how good Kumail Nanjiani is. I mean, it, it's the whole ensemble is so good for Silicon Valley. Uh, there, there's like a middle season that's not as good, and that's right before they get rid of T.J. Miller. But that's, I mean, I I've loved it all the way through. So I'm excited <laughs> to I, I've I've been loving the rewatch, especially now knowing where they end up seeing the first couple seasons again it's it really hits home the whole point of the show from mike judge's uh idea is just that like they in silicon valley have most of the time you aren't successful you just turn circles until like you get old and retire (laughs) (laughs) so it's like literally every season is like them starting with like something and like they have to change their plans halfway through they get saved by like a new idea two thirds of the way through, and then the end of the like the last the, the end of the episode of that season, 
they have to change again to be like to stay successful so it's constantly them like revolving <laughs> to try and make like to stay afloat and it's still so episode, funny the only episode i ever saw was the one where they were doing some like publicity stunt thing where they were going to live stream some like monster oh, truck jump uh-huh. or some shit <laughs> And they realize that the computer calculation is wrong, but they uh-huh. meet the guy who's going to do the jump, and he's a fucking asshole. Uh-huh. And so they're, like, doing a flow chart, like, trying to determine, like, the morality of not telling the guy <laughs> <laughs> or not readjusting the calculation. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's a subplot for that episode is them on this, like, giant whiteboard doing the pros and cons of not adjusting the algorithm to save this guy's and life. They, they his both, like, super yeah, hot. his girlfriend's really hot, and they both think they're going to have a chance with her if, like, he dies, so that's part of their out their their mathematical equation well it's like the whole the whole first season is really funny that's in season two but the whole first season really is funny and then the last the second to last or last episode of that season hinges around a a really elaborate dick joke which takes them like the the entire premise of the formula that the main guy needs to like to like have a new way to compress files is is described through a metaphor of how many dicks you can jerk off at one time oh and how, yes. like how yes. many <laughs> how many dicks if you had to do an entire auditorium of people like how fast you could be What's if you did fastest? it a certain way and that's <laughs> it's literally a like a 15 minute long dick joke and that is what the revelation that, that gives him is the basis for the rest of the entire show mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I love Silicon Valley, so I'm excited. I'm excited to be doing this rewatch. Nice, nice. Samwise. Samwise, you've been watching anything? Yeah, uh, I think I talked about a little bit how Kenzie and I are taking turns picking what movies we're going to watch back and forth. Mm -hmm. Um, So I showed her uh, the Robin Hood, the Disney Robin Hood. That's that's a classic. Uh, Oh yeah. uh, Everybody everybody loves being a furry for a good hour and a half. I was about to say yeah, yeah, created uh, generations of furries. They just announced they're doing one. A live or for, I think new for animated Plus or something whatever. Like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I don't want to fuck. I also heard that, that they're doing a live action. <laughs> they're doing a live action One Punch Man. I just heard that they announced that Sony's oh, doing a live action. That'll probably action be garbage, punch. but yeah, you know, like, that's no. gonna be fucking. And then the one. No matter who they attach to it, because Willem Dafoe was in fucking Death Note, and that was a, pi- a giant pile right, of fucking yeah, shit. Right? Yeah, there's no. Fix I would it. like. Yeah. Doesn't I would, matter. No I would like to shit. see the One Punch Man be the the guy from the basement in Parasite. Oh, oh, yes. I mean, that's perfect. Yeah, you, boy. You know, you're right. Respect. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. That was so funny. I watched that with my parents the other night, and oh. they were losing their fucking yeah. lives. It's so good to it's watch that with people that haven't seen it. It's a movie to watch with other it. people. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. So then like, uh, I watched Cats, <laughs> and I won't talk nice. about that because it's a terrible movie. It's awful. It's a god-awful movie. <laughs> Did you not have I didn't like any of it. How'd you feel about Skimbleshanks? Skimbleshanks was... Maybe the best part, but it, <laughs> yeah, of a terrible movie. I don't. Skimble did you shanks. ever think that that would be a, se- a sentence that came out of your fucking mouth in your Skimble entire shanks, life? The railway cat? I mean, knowing the, Andy, yes, the entire, I do. <laughs> the entire movie is just a lead up until Skimbleshanks busts it the fuck out, <laughs> and, and it's all downhill the party from there. Really starts. Oh, I see. I thought it gets oh, better. Fucking from ashamed there. of both of you. It's so good. And then, so you picked it? That was your pick when you and Kenzie No, were Kenzie and I wanted that was our like usually our weekend movies is a movie like let's watch something. It was dumb his and pick. Be under the influence. <laughs> that was the one we did that with. 
Uh, the one yeah. that she picked I'd never seen was The Royal Tenenbaums. I'd never seen that oh. one. And she oh, yeah. that. that movie's great. That's a great movie. That's a really good movie. Hey, yeah, the the Indian guy is the best thing he in is pretty fantastic. much any Wes Anderson movie ever. <laughs> I think Kenzie and I, Kenzie and I both watched that movie for the first time in our uh, Film of the Humanities class. Exactly. Yep, that's what, why she she's like, you got to see this because I watched it for film class and it's awesome. It's so good. that's why we watched it. Yep. Some uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, I guess. Um, Gene Hackman was such a fucking motherfucker to work with. Oh, yeah. That, uh, he, he, was, he was in the movie, wrote, too. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, and, but uh, Wes Anderson, like, wrote a part for Bill Murray, and then, like, just to cheer him up, and then Bill Murray is like, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. Like, <laughs> I, I can't do anything about this. If, like, Bill Murray can't amuse you yeah. just kind of with his presence, then I think you're probably kind of a lost cause, lost Gene Hackman. That was, yeah. like, one of the last movies he ever did. Yeah, well, he's not the, dead, but the you know, set like stories kind of came out, and that kind of yeah. semi-retired him because he was too grouchy to work with. Yeah, he's he's just kind of done. I mean, people put up with Nick Nolte for some reason, but uh, yeah, no. Well, that's... I mean, the same thing happened on Community with Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. It's yep. like the story, Dan Harmon's stories of having to work with him during that time pretty much made mm-hmm. like Chevy Chase not do any more work. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then been going through Community, yep. made it through first season of Community. I thought the first season of Community, it was more about them like at a community college, but uh-huh. it like goes crazy real quick. I, it was like within yeah. the first six episodes, I'm like, oh, it's uh-huh. yeah. it really gets wild right away. I the paintball episode is like towards oh. twenty. It's episode mm. twenty three of season one. I was like, oh, yeah. I thought this was like season two, but it's oh, I love the paintball mm. episode. I need to do so a every good. paintballing episode is very good. Oh. I still never, I still never saw the Yahoo seasons. And neither so did I. I and that's why I'm watching it. Yeah, I'm watching yeah. through it so I can watch that last season. I think I did watch it. I think you did too. Yeah, I think yeah. I did see the first yeah. episode, but it was just such a workaround to try to watch the episodes yeah, that I was like, I can't. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll have to rewatch that. And then I watched Chris D'Elia's stand up. It was pretty good. Oh, fun. It was, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I liked his last one more because I think he was just more wild with it. This one was more, mm-hmm. he wasn't as wild, but I still really enjoyed it. And then I, what I watched last night that I really enjoyed that I think came out yesterday was, uh, Ben Schwartz and Middleditch's improv hour. Oh thing. yeah! Oh, I, didn't I watched know that the. Was out. I've watched That's the like first hour, and it's mm-hmm. it was insane. <laughs> it's so good. Long I don't know how improv. there's it's yeah long form improv. I don't know how oh, they do shit. it. It's it, it's so good. <laughs> they just uh, there's a bunch yeah there's a few podcasts like that like uh, like Paul Tompkins would do right. like yep. nation. I, I did I did listen and to a couple of those episodes. Those are great. Some of those are so fucking goddamn yeah fantastic. Like the like. Just how insular a reference can be to just like an interview, and then like whatever story is going mm-hmm. on, like it works out like they accidentally. The, the first hour that I watched, they accidentally make it all like a perfect story by the end of it. Just by they accidentally introduce a character at the beginning that they then use at the end that just makes it all like fit. It's just it's great because they just ask the audience members. They're like, "What's something you're dreading or enjoying that's coming up soon?" And the guy was like, "A wedding." And then they ta- asked a few questions to the people in the audience, and they're like, "All right, here we go." And then just did a whole thing on a wedding improv for an hour, and it's it was that's great. Funny. I'm excited to watch the other two hours of that. So that's and then I've been reading a lot because my family usually does a summer reading competition, which I've talked about on the podcast. But because this is going on, we decided to start it early. And my uncle thinks he can win this year, and I won't let it happen. So <laughs> I am reading nonstop. I'm actually reading Howl's Moving Castle right now. Cause I think oh, it's, it's been too long. Yeah. It's been too long since I've seen that movie, and I was like, Kenzie doesn't like to watch anime, but because it, I get a pick every other day, 
You're will finish that book and make her watch it. You won't oh. have a choice. I'll, I'll drop off the Blu-ray at your house tomorrow. Hell yeah. <laughs> With yeah. a can of tuna. With a can of tuna. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of uh, general what I've been watching. So is it a page count thing or is it a completed books thing? It's a little bit of both. Um, okay. Because it's, I think it's over 500 pages. It, 500 pages is one point. And then for the next 300, oh. it's two points, kind of like okay. to incentivize that. Because like the first year we did it, that we would there, everyone was reading it, which is like 1,200 pages, but it only counted right, as one. It's huge. And it was like, well, I'm not going to sit down and read that. because So then we had to come up. We've had to establish so many rules <laughs> with this family <laughs> competition. There's, there's a lot. I won't get into all of it, but <laughs> just know that I will win. I won last year, and I will keep that prize. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter two, rule fifteen, article fifteen, subsection B clearly yes, states. Yep. <laughs> the worst is like when it's when you it's six hundred when you'll get two points and you pick up a book and it's like five hundred and eighty pages and you're like son of a bitch. <laughs> no, nope, yep, not worth <laughs> not it. Not worth you gotta, it. Skip you that book. Play for strategy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, you, when you start running out of content, Sammy, I've got fourteen Harry Bosch novels. So oh, I, I start just like... the first one. Just I just borrowed the first one from the library because you told me to rent it. Uh, well, I had to wait yeah. for it to become available. So I have the first right. one on my on my phone that nice. I'll, I'll read. Nice, nice. So. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta. <laughs> <laughs> well, TJ, anything else besides Skyrim? Uh boy. <laughs> well, I did watch the the Hobbits. Yeah. Um. I uh, so uh, yeah, the extendeds for all those. So that was like a fair amount of time. Yeah. That's, uh, that's enough for you know, for a week. about four hours a pop. Mm-hmm. Almost five for the for the last one. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that was that was kind of my main my main thing I was gonna tackle. I made a playlist of like a bunch of stuff that just kind of popped out to me that I hadn't seen on on Shane's Plex account that he oh, linked. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's stuff on there like the new Hellboy and oh, uh-huh. like and there, I have like a Did list of stuff it? that I no oh. uh, I have it like on a list of like things God, that no. I can put on while I'm painting. Uh, so like it's like that. Like mm. I still haven't seen the last Avengers movie. Mm. Uh, you so motherfucker. I, Oh, you're gonna no, try I, and do that while you're painting? Well, I mean, like, I guess I it's long painting. enough. Yeah. See, and you know, and then I have stuff like Moon, like yeah, and oh. other things. Uh, like, uh, God, there was. I think I've never seen The Lost Boys. Um, I heard that's like you? kind of an '80s classic. Yes. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, so, so. See, yeah. See, there's 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 a wow. bunch there's a bunch on there. So I'm I'm excited to kind of work through some of those and then and tell you guys what I think. Sweet. That'll be for maybe the next roundup episode. What? Yeah. What? When are we doing the next roundup? Because it's. Well, well I don't know. We plan it. I was thinking we were going to do one next time, but the, now we just started to talk about all of our we're stuff. So now I don't have anything now. to talk about. Yeah, we got. Time. <laughs> I can do mine. And well, then it's we not really a roundup. It's just kind of like a little tiny baby thing or whatever. But we can, if we want to dedicate like a real roundup, we can do that. Yeah, a real root and toot. A real root and toot time. I've uh, I've been playing a little bit more uh, Magic: The Gathering Arena. Oh yeah. They did Fuck a. Yeah. Um, I'm getting trounced in it constantly. I am bad, <laughs> but I've got ten years worth of mechanics and stuff to learn, and it's it's rough. But they had um they're doing Wizards of the Coast is doing this thing right now where the next release of Magic cards was supposed to come out in May, but because mm. stores are closed, they they do like time releases at the same time as the as arena so instead they moved up the release on arena to this last weekend so uh the new set came out now you could play online for free you can you know there's and they incentivize people to order right. from their own game store and get extra things and and stuff like that for it 
and this new set is all monster themed and Ooh, like cool. so there's like all sorts of creatures and they did some sort of partnership with toho and oh, so they've yeah. Yeah. yeah so they've got a lot of uh godzilla variants oh where they've got like land cards all your money. Like, <laughs> yeah snowy tokyo and like godzilla oh, cool. in the field and for some reason, Minya, which is like a 70s version of Baby Godzilla, which is it's bad <laughs> yes. and everyone hates it. Yep. But he's there. Mothra's there. It's a. Uh, I don't have any of those because for those so far, you have to pay to make sure you get them. So mm-hmm. I haven't encountered one yet. <laughs> no. But uh, no, it's. No, no. I I play a little bit every day, and I they they do like little daily, um, essentially little quests that give you in-game money so i do those so i get the in-game money so i can buy booster packs and then i'm like all right that was enough losing for today and i, <laughs> I close out can you do like a direct like pvp thing like can you add friends and then just yes, do it that you way can. oh yeah. fuck i should download it we should play um yeah i don't know how I... it's a it's a some bitch to get set up on a computer uh uh-huh. they have not made a good program so right oh, okay. now i don't know how it's going to work for you because you're using a mac right yeah for me, it's no. I mean, it's not. It's not on mobile yet. They're working. They're fast tracking oh, mobile okay. right now because of what's going on. But like for me right <laughs> now, they did. It was. It was like it took me an hour to get the original game downloaded because it kept trying to like. It fucked up the install a bunch of times, but I I figured it out, mm. got it running. Then they released this new set, which was a three gig update for all the cards and new rules and stuff they had to put into the program, and now every time you try and open the game, it like doesn't understand that you have the download but also won't download it Mm. so you have to do a workaround where you go to the program files go to the downloads folder rename it to something else open the program up and then it goes oh you don't have the the new download for the update that's three gigs so then you have to open it it starts downloading the update you kill it and then you delete the downloads folder it created you rename the original downloads folder and then you open it Jesus so, fucking yep. Christ. It's like, a, I mean, I've got it down now to like uh, 30 seconds to do it, but I have to do that every time I open the program. And if I just like, the other night I tried to set it up ahead of time and just like I was going to hang out with my girlfriend for like an hour, hour and a half before she went to bed. And then I was going to play after that. I, I get it all set up and then I go to my computer after like an hour and a half. And it's like, you've been disconnected from the server. Like exit and try again. Mm-hmm. So literally, I had to close it, and I was like, "I'm not going through all that again." I just didn't play it. <laughs> yep. So it's a lot yeah, of it's a lot play. of damn work, but it's uh, uh, it's been a fun time waster as I have to spend my my uh, my brain power to think about <laughs> all that shit, and then I'm back into like collecting the cards and stuff. But I won't be tempted into spending money, so it's even worse because yeah. like I could just. I could just throw 20 bucks at the situation and fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about like trying to dig through like the very delicate labyrinthine Tetris type situation that I have in the bunker to mm-hmm. try and dig around and find my cards. Cause I have uh-huh. like a green deck and a white deck lying yep. around somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, Hmm, the only people that I have to play with really are my dad and my stepmom, And I'm, Her really calling it a great victory that I taught them D&D. So uh, I'm not going to push my fucking luck. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, maybe, yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll harangue you with messages if I can't figure it out, and I'll just yeah. start beating on it like a monkey with a typewriter and see if it works. Nice. Yeah. Be a good time waster for us to enjoy together. Exactly. So can you personalize the deck how you like it? Uh, Yeah. So you get, okay. like, as a tutorial, before you can even do 
any real online stuff you fight you you do like challenges where it gives you five pre-made color decks and you have to fight every other color with that deck to like learn how to use them and uh... then you can then you can do that again to earn like combo like five combo colored decks and then after that you can build whatever you want no oh, neat yeah Love it's it. fun oh motherfucker andy have you well, watched anything i've mainly been catching up on uh, video games yep mm-hmm. and, and when i say yeah. catch up i mean mostly playing skyrim which is a game i've been <laughs> playing for the last 12 years forever yeah yeah uh-huh. uh, isn't that crazy <laughs> where, where are you at where are you, what are you doing what, uh, right, what, what quest line right now i'm in the middle of the dark brotherhood so oh, okay yeah yep. yeah it's good I'm getting ready the night mother talked to me i'm the listener oh, the listener and uh capital l listener ready right, i'm ready to fucking murder cicero so oh <laughs> uh, you'll get your chance yeah uh so i've been playing a lot of skyrim i've also been playing a lot of the new animal crossing Great. which mm-hmm. is uh, like how are those turnip prices the turnip prices uh doing pretty good. Uh I sold today <laughs> for like 120, I think. Wow. Okay. So, so yeah. The, yeah, the Dow Jones is up. That's yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, it, in real life the stock market may be in a spiral, but turnips on, are uh, doing good. On the island turnip economy. On the island of Catsino, turnips are doing very very well. So, it's coming up roses. <laughs> uh, uh so that game is just like a uh 120 milligram shot of serotonin just straight to the brain it's just like designed to make you happy and relax you spend like four hours just fishing (laughs) making bells paying back that that communist raccoon (laughs) it's yeah so that that has been very soothing i'm still uh with my job i still go in every day and so it's kind of like I get to see the outside world and then I go hide in my hole. So it's like, I need something to, to keep me going and make me at least feel digital sunshine and animal crossing <laughs> is filling that void. Mm-hmm. Good. 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 Yeah. So, Good place. um, I'm better than heroin. Yeah. Uh, I have <laughs> HBO go, but for some reason I've been watching a lot of stuff that's been on there forever because they're like, it's free right now. <laughs> uh-huh. So I started uh, watching The Sopranos. I'd never seen The Sopranos, so I watched that Ooh. pilot. That's a very, very good pilot for a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's kind of like perfectly structured to tell you just a little bit about the entire operation. And at the end of that episode, like you understand the entire premise. It's like a gangster, but what if anxiety? I can't <laughs> wait till you get to the episode that's got Lady Gaga in it. Um, so which excited. is so good. Cool. <laughs> Do you know what season that is? No, it's. I think it's later. Yeah, it's but gotta be. it's like her dad or so. Like she knew someone who's a casting agent, so she's just in there. It's like a random teenager. That is amazing. <laughs> random New York teenager, yeah. Lady Gaga. Right. And then awesome. I'm, I'm two episodes into. I think that's all that's out of the new season of What We Do in the Shadows. Great. Oh yes, oh, I'm so yeah. excited for that. Uh, Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement came back. I believe they directed the first episode of season two. Mm-hmm. Or yes. at least Taika yeah. did. And I think Jermaine wrote all the episodes in season one, I mm-hmm. want to say. It's, yeah, he had a hand in it if he, if he didn't write all of it. Uh, yeah. It's incredible. It, I, <laughs> I was worried that I was going to think it was kind of like a a corny rip-off, Americanized version of the show, but it's mm-hmm. really not. And it's not just a remake either. It's its own right. thing, its own character. Season one was so good. And it took yeah, me a while a to watch it, and it was one. so good, yeah. 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 And I could listen to Matt Berry read a phone book 
Oh, so I think it was hilarious. So just the good. way he God talks. I love that man. <laughs> the way he talks is so incredibly funny, and the way he curses is even funnier. Does he talk that way in what we do in the shadows as well? Yeah. Yes. Good. God, he's so fucking I play his good. emphasis is like half of the humor is just like the way he delivers lines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's so his good. His delivery it's is like eighty percent of why he's so fucking funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, have you have you listened to his albums? No. I, I love them, but they're not I, they're, like they're I don't, very fun. Yeah, have, they're folky kind of things. It, it's weird imagining that voice coming out of that man. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have I enjoy it. Toast of London on my list. Toast of London is so good. I want to watch it because it's just him playing like a uh, a bougie British actor. Good. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Just forever in my heart is fucking Garth Marenghi's Dark Toast. So good in that. Did you guys know that the guy who, the like main guy from Garth Marenghi makes Mm -hmm. very, very like disturbing horror movies? No. And he has (laughs) one that's on Prime right now called Possum. And it's the bad guy from Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. Okay. Hmm. As like a puppeteer. Oh no. And he has a puppet. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be a puppet of a possum, but it's just like a it's like a a head that's been sewn onto like a giant spider. <laughs> it's very terrifying. No. And I was Andy, no. sitting there looking at this and then it, I was like <laughs> looking at the name of the director, I was like, that's familiar. And then I found out that it's literally Darth fucking Marengi. I was like, this doesn't track. <laughs> but it kind of does so at the funny. same time. Because I forget there was another spinoff show with um, Richard Iowati's character mm-hmm. from uh, Garth Marenghi where he was doing like a Hugh Hefner like after dark mm-hmm. show where like that guy who played Garth Marenghi just played like a different guest like every night. Yeah. Like oh, he'd be Garth Marenghi and then he'd be, a burn, like, he'd be a funny burn victim. I don't know how they made that funny, but they apparently did. made it work. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking know. They're, they're, they're funny sons of bitches. Yeah. I love uh, Richard Iwadi has a, a travel show that he does on uh, for Channel Four, uh, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of clips of it on uh, YouTube, and it's great. Yeah, because it'll just be like a bunch of these other British uh, panel comedians that I recognize from like Big Fat Quiz and uh-huh. and What I Lie to You and all that shit. Yeah, if you watch anything on Channel on Four, you see the cast of every other person who's on Channel Four. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's fantastic. they all switch shows, and it's it's great for that reason because if you like like that 20 people they're in everything mm-hmm. yeah it's fantastic i mean i especially love like rob bryden mm-hmm. and like lee mack and and a bunch of those guys they all make appearances mm-hmm. he, he hangs out with like paul rudd too yes it's it's fun <laughs> i think they he tries like the weird fucking like icelandic whale fat or shark fat something uh-huh. or other and they both just want to die and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well that's kind of that's that's what i've been watching that's what i've been up to so sweet Glad you guys are all safe and healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I love my boys. I love boys supporting boys. You're you're all right too. Being able to talk (laughs) being able to talk with you guys every week is keeping me going. So Yes. It's good. It's it's really nice, yeah. I miss your boys. It's important for human interaction, folks. (sighs) We just get to charge our crystals once a week. It's great. (laughs) I didn't even talk about how I had to pause the movie just in time for that. Oh yeah, just for charging your yeah. crystal. Just for charging the crystal. Oh, she's glowing. <laughs> well, if any any of you folks out there want to charge your crystals with us, there's a couple of ways you can get in contact. No, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> One no. of them being Twitter. <laughs> Raymond, how can they get a hold of us on Twitter? Don't plug it. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I should out of spite. You're better than this. Uh, 
you can you can follow us on Twitter at NSAOTPod. If you type in in the search, never seen any of this, you will most likely find at NSAOTPod if that's we're, too hard of a, a thing to find. <laughs> we're pretty easy to find as long as you search never seen any of this. Yep. Yes, there's that. Um, there's our letterbox profiles are mm-hmm. on the Twitter uh, pin tweet. And TJ, have you made one yet? Nah, man, I gotta. I, I've been devoting too much of my time to Tamriel. Yeah, and feet picks. And feet picks. You gonna... Well, how am I gonna buy the Dragonborn <laughs> DLC if I don't have a cash flow? Yeah, Sammy, <laughs> fuck. You're right. Sorry. I we're not also gifted as to be sidled with a Google Classroom right now. <laughs> yeah. So gifted. <laughs> yeah, count your fucking blessings. The gall of this fucking guy. <laughs> um, we also have a Facebook page, so if you want to find us on Facebook, uh, yeah, that's where our podcasts usually come out first because it's the first place that posts after I upload it. So, good call. Yes, that is normally where they post first. Yeah. Wow. So if you want first, like a, almost like a Patreon, almost our Facebook. <laughs> If you just want to send us money for doing you that that service, maybe you can send it to our email at neverseenanyofthis at gmail.com. Never seen any of this pod. Yeah, gmail.com. so I can get yep. the uh, I can get the Dragonborn DLC like I talked about. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, I, well, I have to I have to leave because my wife needs to get in the house. So. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> Yoko <then laughs> bringing another wave into the podcast. It'll another be another wrinkle. Thanks to Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye. 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 We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.